Hello, you're listening to the Washington Weekly Review. I'm the Southeast Iowa Union's Kaylin McCain. It's the week of September 10, 2022. Our local stories this week feature SNAP delivered, a county HR investigation, and a snow parking ordinance. But first, the big picture. Iowa State Auditor Rob Sand held a town hall in Washington Thursday afternoon, part of his annual tour of the state. While several topics were discussed at the event, municipal audits came up early. Sand said workforce shortages made it hard for his office to keep up with routine city audit requests. Well, broadly, Iowa had a workforce crisis before the pandemic. It was already hard to find people in Iowa, but it was specifically hard to find people who were accountants, and specifically hard to find people who were accountants in Iowa. So we have about 100 people, and that hasn't changed, but some of the firms around Iowa that do this work have disappeared, and so there's just no one doing that work, and so we could pick some of it up. We haven't ended doing all municipal audits. We're still doing some, but we had to make tough decisions about where we could um, keep our folks. On the issue of private schools, Sand said he opposed the voucher proposals from the Reynolds administration. One of the reasons I'm concerned about it is that that's a lot of money that's then going to a place that is less transparent. Um, and that's taxpayer funds. The fundamental, the calling card, right, for all of us is you should be able to see what's going on with your tax dollars. And so if it's going into an entity that doesn't have the same reporting obligations to the public, you simply don't have the same opportunities. Sand also lamented party polarization in the state. He said Iowans should consider electoral systems that opened the door for independence. And so if you don't like what's happening in the legislature, you got to change the people who elect. Our electoral system, if you haven't noticed, is pretty broken. Um, and I don't think you have to belong to any particular party to agree with that. We've had six years of one-party rule in Iowa, right? Six years of one-party rule by any party becomes insiders versus outsiders. Go to California, go to Illinois, go to New York you're going to probably find somebody with a reasonable idea who's a Republican who can't get their idea passed because they're a Republican. This is stupid. I can't stand it. One thing I think we should do that would be helpful is give independent voters the same right to participate as partisan voters. And we tell independents, you don't get to participate in primaries. If we would give them an equal right to participate, and then if we would let our choice in November be more focused on expressing a, a preference, preferences as opposed to just picking the lesser of two evils, we would have a system that would elect people that were more focused on problem solving. While Sand himself is running on the Democratic ticket, he said his office took pains to be apolitical. Uh, everywhere I go, I talk about the fact that we have a Democrat, an Independent, and a Republican in senior leadership, that I promoted people who made campaign contributions to my opponent. I registered as a Democrat for the same stupid reason that Independents don't have the right to participate in primaries. I wanted to enfranchise myself, and so I picked my poison. I haven't forgotten that it's poison. That's the big picture. Stick around for the local news after the break. Todd Hahn Construction is an award-winning custom home builder with a 28-year history in the greater Iowa City area. Hahn's goal is to build you the finest quality custom home while providing you with a positive experience along the way. It's one of the many reasons they've been named the Iowa City Area Home Builder of the Year time and time again. A custom home is more than just a house. It's the culmination of a dream and years of hard work. Todd Hahn Construction makes that dream come true by always putting you, the customer, first. For more information, go to toddhahnconstruction.com. That's T-O-D-D-H-A-H-N construction.com. 
Washington resident Lane Wyrick said the app, owned by Snap Delivered, would fill a gap in the community. The big apps don't come to towns our size. You know, whereas in Iowa City, they have all those apps, but here, there's no delivery service. Snap Delivered uses multi-level marketing, or MLM, techniques. As a result, Wyrick is not technically an employee of the company and is doing much of the work himself. I'm kind of going through all this whole process and keeping notes so that someone opening up another city in the same way will be able to understand, okay, here are the things to do, here's what worked, here's how we got the word out, and here's, here are things that, you know, you got to be aware of and stuff like that. It's because, you know, it, it's sort of, it's like the Wild West right now. It's, it's, it's open to anyone, you know, someone doing a different town is coming up with different things, you know, and we just, you know, they want us to do our best, but um, there's not a lot of concrete instruction in terms of exactly what to do. MLMs are a controversial business model. Bad actors in the past have used the tactic to take advantage of their affiliates by making them buy their own inventory or expensive onboarding materials. Snap Delivered CEO Paul Michael said the company aimed to avoid unethical practices. The reason why those companies have had those issues is because what they're doing is getting people to pay. Like you pay an upfront fee to get involved with the company or you have to buy product lines and then people end up buying more and more products to like hit rank levels and things of that. Ours is based on the only way you move up in the company is through production. So if I recruit a bunch of people and nobody ever does an order of food, it really doesn't matter. And so they're not really, they're not doing it. Those companies that are MLMs that have done things in bad faith, the company owns the product line. We don't own the product. because that's, that's the bottom line to ensure how it doesn't because we don't have any vested interest in whether somebody orders from one restaurant or the other. Washington County is launching a human resources investigation in light of recently received complaints. Washington County Attorney John Gish said the issue was urgent after a meeting agenda was amended Tuesday morning to add the item. All right, um, so Friday there was a uh, potential issue that was brought to my attention with respect to HR, and so that issue was obviously brought up after the agenda was published, and it was something that I felt uh, needed to be addressed immediately so we couldn't wait until next week. Both Gish and the Board of Supervisors declined to comment on the nature of the complaint, but the group did agree to hire a third-party consultant for the investigation. Gish said it was the right call. He's, you know, an outside third-party consultant to come in and investigate uh, some concerns that were brought up. Having somebody disinterested come in and, and take a look and offer their opinion to the board is uh, the best thing to do. But he's going to start this week. He does not need a contract to begin, just needs uh, approval from the board. A long-discussed series of parking ordinance proposals in Washington got their first no vote from a city council member Tuesday night. Bethany Glinsman voted against the second reading of proposed changes to the city's snow parking code. The new rule would automatically declare a state of no parking on streets during snow events, but Glinsman said many residents had no choice. I'm going to ask the question I've been asking since we've been starting, which is where are people who don't have access to off-street parking supposed to park their cars in the event of snow? It's not just a downtown area. I mean, we heard on the, the parking issues on East Main. There's a block there that only has one driveway for all houses on both sides of the block. So they can't all park in the one driveway. So this is an issue that affects lots of areas of town, not just the downtown. 
Police Chief Jim Lester said that problem was not unique to the proposed changes. The city's current snow code requires cars to get off the road, but only after a declaration from the mayor. It would be no different than it is right now, even if you don't pass this ordinance. If we declare a snow emergency the way the code is currently written, those vehicles would have to be moved. And here they're getting a, hopefully, three or four months notice to locate someplace to move their car off the street in the event of a of snow. Now, the last time we did a snow event, I think we had one time this last winter where, you know, JJ said we're going to clean downtown. We made phone calls uh, to try to get them to move because our, our goal isn't to write those tickets. Our goal is to get the cars out of the way so they clean the streets because if they're not clean, we're going to deal with the accidents and things that happen as a result of that. I had last year an officer actually grabbed the keys from an elderly lady and moved her car for her because she was sick and couldn't come down and move it and gave us permission to drive it down the street out of the way. So, you know, we, uh, we're going to work with folks on that. Council member Elaine Moore said the lack of off-street parking was a problem for residents to address themselves. It is not our responsibility to supply a person a place to park their vehicle. You purchase a vehicle, you have to take care of it. I don't have to take care of it. It's not my taxpayer money to take care of that car. It's the person's responsibility. If they're going to have a car and they choose to, put, to live downtown, they may have to walk a few blocks. It's a choice that they make. So it is my opinion that it is the responsibility of the owner of the car to find their place to park. And there are there's fairway, there are different places. I'm sure they can find a place to park. If you're going to have a car and you live downtown, for the, the hour or two that the square is being cleaned and needs to be, your car needs to be moved, drive around until it's, you can park it. The reading passed on a 4-1 vote and is scheduled for a third and final review at the next regular city council meeting. That's the local news. Stay tuned for the best news I've heard all week, right after this. This week's show is brought to you by Cafe Dodici. Stop by and enjoy a stylish dining room decorated with art from around the world, or have a meal on the European-style patio. Dodici's serves lunch and dinner Wednesday through Saturday, or you can come in for Sunday brunch. Dodici's offers new specials every week. The value meal features a three-part lunch special for just $12.12, and the blue plate is a three-course dinner special for just $21.12. You can double up your savings on Thursday nights with half-off bottles of wine. Treat your senses to a gourmet meal, complete with craft cocktails, fine wines, and richly decorated ambiance, all with a view of Washington's beautiful downtown. You don't need a plane ticket to savor Italian food and award-winning cuisine. And now, the best news I've heard all week. The 33rd Annual Craft Fair is happening in Washington Square this weekend from 9am to 3pm Saturday. Washington Chamber of Commerce event coordinator Alicia Davis said it would feature 117 vendors, more than in any previous year. We filled up three weeks ago and then I had to make more spots. I had to like create new booths that I had never had before, so it's pretty exciting. I've had to kind of work some magic here. <laughs> I'm hoping it all works out. But no, we have put some vendors on the street and then I just kind of make made some booth spots in some random places and people just have to, you know, they might not be on the sidewalk, but they'll have a booth. 
Thanks for tuning in. This podcast is property of the Southeast Iowa Union, which is owned by the Gazette. You can get a message of your own on the show. Just call 319-653-2191 and set up an ad read. Otherwise, as always, we'd love it if you'd share the show with someone by sending them a link to the episode right now. That's all for now. This has been the Washington Weekly Review. I have been Kaylin McCain. Have a great week, 